What's going on, everyone? Thank you for listening to Kingdom Wealth Builders Radio. How do network marketers that want to grow a profitable network marketing home business do so without making a list, without bugging friends and family, without stalking gas stations or malls, without thinking every single waiter or waitress would be a perfect prospect? How do you recruit top talent into your downlines without sacrificing your personal lives? Those are the critical questions most network marketers have, and the answers will be uncovered in this podcast. My name is George Gonzalez, and welcome to Kingdom Wealth Builders Radio. So let's go ahead and talk about scaling or how the actual money works. Okay, so most network marketers, as you probably have experienced, they set growth goals with no real idea how to achieve them. Okay, so they're relying on referrals or they are relying on the black box of hope. But in order to grow, we have to be able to predict what we're doing. We have to be able to set goals and we have to hit those goals and then we can move forward. My question is, how much is a new rep worth to you? because we need to know that first. And if we understand how much a new rep is worth, we can engineer our system to grow at scale. So a new rep, based on the example that I've been giving in previous episodes, is worth at least $1,000. A new rep is worth 1,000 bucks. So how do we get new reps? Well, we get new reps using ads, through ads and our leverage system. We've already determined that we could spend about $500 to get a rep into our team as the example, right? And so the next question is, people ask a lot, how much money do I need to spend on advertising? And let me just say that that's the wrong type of question to ask. Because if we're making money every time we advertise, how often do we wanna be spending money on ads? As often as possible, right? Because if every time I spent $500, I was able to make $1,000, how often should I spend $500? Every minute. You'd spend it every single minute if you possibly could. Because if you make $500 a minute, you would spend it every single minute. So does that make sense? Look, I want you to write this down. If we understand the cost to grow, we can simply engineer a system to pay the cost and scale at will. And then we add in our team money, right? The monthly recurring revenue, or it's called MRR. That's the best money. The, the, that's the money that your MLM companies are talking about as your, quote, passive income. That's the monthly recurring revenue. Using the system of growth, you could stay profitable with a lot of the upfront money. And then you add in the MLM money or the monthly recurring revenue, and any other monthly recurring revenue that you may have that you might be earning through affiliate products or affiliate commissions, whether it be affiliating with us or if you're an affiliate with another company, whatever the case is, you add in any of those other monthly recurring revenues and you tack that onto your business. Now, I've already told you about when I was out cold contacting folks at the malls and at gas stations and all that craziness that I was doing early on in my MLM career. Let's actually put numbers to the time that I spent doing that. In gas alone, driving to all the locations every single day, I estimate the cost to be about $450 per month to do just the driving. Plus the time, I spent about 30 hours a week doing my outreaching. And let's say my time was worth like $25 an hour back then. And every month at that time, I recruited about one person each month. So in total, I was spending about $3,450 to get a rep because my time plus the gas that I spent altogether came out to $3,450. 
If I recruited one rep that month, that rep cost $3,450 to acquire. See, these are the hidden costs to network marketing that your upline doesn't tell you when they're saying to build out your list or to go contact people at malls or to go do all these things. They don't, they don't consider that. Remember what I say at the end of every one of my episodes on here? I appreciate you spending your most valuable resource with me, and that's your time. When you join and your MLM and those they're using the traditional methods of building that network marketing company, your upline doesn't consider your most valuable resource. This is the one thing that you can never ever get back. It's time. And so with our example earlier, if we spend roughly $500 to sponsor a new rep into our team, but we make $1,000 per signup, did the signup cost us anything? Of course not. I want you guys to write this down, to remember this at least. If it makes you money, actually, I want you to repeat this. If it makes you money, it cost you nothing. If it makes you money, it cost you nothing. How much did the $500 cost me in that example? It costs nothing because I make $1,000 back from every $500. I know there's some folks out there, and even I said it back in the day, uh, no, bro, you're wrong. It actually costs you 500 bucks, right? Because you did spend $500 in advertising technically. But here's something. Something you may or may not know is that for a business, the cost of advertising and promotion that helps keep existing customers and bring in new customers is 100% tax deductible. Let me share something else with you that I learned. It's the concept of return on investment using financial leverage, aka good debt. Now, most real estate investors know about this concept and they all seek about a 10% return. And let's say you would invest $5,000 on a program or a system of growth to learn marketing and you put it on a credit card. The information you learn from this program is going to end up being the foundational knowledge you need to stop going to gas stations and to stop reaching out to your friends and family and to stop stalking people at malls. The payment on that $5,000 is going to be around two to 300 bucks a month. But if you make just $1,000 a month from what you learned, that would be about 7x return or a 700% return on your money. And if you're like me, you probably want to know how the heck did I come up with that calculation, right? Uh, you just subtract the purchase price from the final value, and then you divide the result by the purchase price, and you multiply that number by 100. So in this example, the max $300 a month payment subtracted from the potential $1,000 a month that you make is $700. And then you divide that by 5,000, and you multiply it by 100, and there's your 700% return if you just make 1000 bucks a month. But what if you made 20000 a month? Or what if you made millions? The ROI could literally be insane. I want you to remember this. Leverage for gain, not pain. Leverage for gain, not pain. Consumer debt is bad, right? Very, very, very bad. But you already know that. If you can use, but you can use leverage to amplify gain. And that's the point I'm trying to make here. So let's amplify the numbers into something tangible to what my mentor is doing. He spent about $275,000 in one ad account last year, but he made $1.5 million. Remember, if it makes you money, it costs you nothing. So most people think that it costs money to conduct business. They think that it costs money to run ads. They think that it costs money to invest in themselves. But the reality is it costs more not to do those things 
Question. How much would my mentor have saved if he didn't invest $275,000 in advertising last year? Well, he would have saved $275,000, right? That just makes sense. But what would that have cost him? It would have cost him one point, about $1.2 million, right? It would have cost $1.2 million to save the $275,000. That's not a good deal. That doesn't make any sense to do it that way. Most people are thinking about the cost of everything, but they're not thinking about the cost of not doing something. And that's where people are still all screwed up. Most are like, oh man, I can't do that 275. I can't do that 5,000. I can't do 20,000. That would be crazy. But they're not realizing by not doing the 275,000, they're missing the 1.2 million. And that's a big, big loss. That's really bad. But what if you're like, oh, I can't do the 5,000? Then you're missing out on a million, right? That's bad too. Most people think that's bad. Like I said, consumer debt is bad. But debt that makes you money is good debt. And that's literally how every super rich person that you've ever heard of either got their start or continue multiplying their wealth. Robert Kiyosaki said that he gets rich by borrowing money and buying assets. And the difference between rich people and poor people is that poor people borrow money and buy liabilities like purses, cars, toys, houses, and then they get poorer and poorer. The sooner you learn how to properly leverage debt, the sooner you will learn how to create wealth like 99% of wealthy people do. As always, thank you for spending your most valuable resource with me, your time. And if you have questions or want to leave feedback, please do that, and I'll be sure to respond to everything. If you'd like access to the resources I have for Kingdom Wealth Builders Radio, go to kwbradio.com, and I hope you all have a blessed day.